What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your boy Tony with my homie Nikki. Hello, 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 my movie goers. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good. <laughs> so. <laughs> Today, the movie we're going to be reviewing, spoiler full, by the way, is going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. So that is one heck of a title, but that is one heck of a movie. So just to kind of give you a brief synopsis, I really hope you watch it because it's going to be, like I said, spoiler full, but just give you a brief synopsis before we get started. Um, this movie is in the, by the perspective of our main, our main character which is um evelyn wang who is played by michelle yao um and she is married to data i, I really want to call him by his name but i just keep on i just refer to him as data so just uh, for anybody who's unaware of what that means is he literally played a character from our childhood which in the goonies is by the name of data yes um and he was an inventor yeah he was an inventor with the fanny pack that yes. had everything in it, which I thought that was a cool little, yeah, like a little thing they put in the movie for everybody. But, um, he, uh, you know, but you really haven't seen him since. Like, I really have not seen him in movies. Basically, it, would, it was Goonies, and then he was in the Indiana Jones two, by the name of Short Round. Yes. But after that, you don't. Yeah, he just kind of disappeared. Yes. So to see him in a movie again, and then for some reason you you realize who he is right away. His voice almost is like identical, identical of the way he used to be back in the original Goonies. So it was it was awesome to see him in the movie in the first place. So, and he did a great job in this one. So, but sorry, just getting into it. So they're a married couple, and they have a daughter by the name of Joy. Yes. And basically, they're just a typical family going through a lot of heartache. You know, uh, being audited by the IRS with by Jamie Lee Curtis's character, which she was awesome in the movie too. Um, you know, questioning the, you know, like the, the relationship and their marriage, you know, the business, the lifestyle, basically the, just all the choices in their life. And they're just kind of dwelling, like she's dwelling on it very, like almost like it's just consuming her. Um, and then all of a sudden that basically just didn't mean anything because it went from all those issues to, you know, the universe is, she goes on an adventure, she goes on a multiverse adventure, which is awesome in a sense, because, um, you know, she basically finds out that she can actually tap into every one of herself with their abilities to be able to harness it for her purposes. To so like, she was a fight. Like, she basically was herself in one one of those universes where she was a person who became a fighter and became an actress, and yeah. So she was able to harness those martial arts skills, and then another one where she was a uh, um, a hibachi chef, and now it was just. It was just weird where she would jump into, but I, what I did like was that it wasn't just she didn't tap into those lives just for the purpose of those powers. She tapped into those lives with the memory of what she did in each one of those. Yes, and for some reason, those all connected to what to what she was living in. Yeah. So again, this was an adventure trying to figure out this a big bad trying to destroy all the universes, and she she for some reason is told that she's the only one that can stop them. Yeah. Um. So kind of get into it starts off with her, like I said, getting ready to be audited, you know, obviously dealing with the, the stress of her business, the stress of of having to comply with her father, who I guess she never felt good enough for. 
Yeah. Um, because he kind of belittled her or whatever for her decisions. So it's just an interesting aspect of of everything. And also like I liked how they change her perspective on a couple of things throughout. Like for example, um the relationship that she has with her her husband, like the the the, the question of a fighter was my favorite thing. Yes. Like just so you know, I mean, obviously, I, I hope you watch the movie, but well, go let's, go, let's go from beginning to end. So we could jump. I'll try, I'll try, OK, so I'll try to go back to that later on. Yeah, we'll get into it. So basically, yeah. So she goes to be audited and then she's approached by um, her husband. Wayman. But Wayman. But he is a different personality. Yes. Apparently, he is from um, Ultraverse that is able to kind of communicate all the. Which is I, the creator of that yeah. jump. Yeah, so, and then he's uh, he's also the one that's kind of informing her what's going on, what to happen, kind of giving all the backstory, but he can't hold on to that that personality in that, that, that body, so he keeps on jumping back and forth. So, you know, she has to figure a lot of things out for herself as far as what's really going on. And what I liked is that, like, whenever they wanted to create a pocket universe. I was like, about to jump into that, but go. Hmm? Go on, I was about to say something. Yeah, like, I, that's what I liked about, one thing I did like about that, like, there was a part where he wanted to get her on her own, um, but obviously he want, he needed her to follow the same things that she was going to do in her universe. So by he, he all he had to do was just suggest uh, two things that she could do, and then that that cre- just that alone created a different universe. Yeah, which I thought it was amazing. Like, because it's a pocket universe, so well, not a pocket. What happened is is that she he knew the minute they had the conversation, the big bad would would narrow down on them and try to destroy them. Yeah. So that's what I liked about it. Um, and then obviously they have a weird system, which I don't know why. I felt like it made a lot of sense later in the movie um, where they had to perform certain acts in order to... To channel that. So and, so yeah. my, my theory on that was that... Um, my theory was it that something... The act that they had to do... Like there was a part that Wayman's character... Uh, trying to get in tap into another character he had a slice with a paper cut between his each fingers so i felt at that universe he's trying to tap into that way it happened to him so that's how he could connect to him how he could connect to that one mm. to use his abilities like when she had to tell jimmy jimmy um uh, jimmy lee curtis's character that she loves her to tap into that's part of her to connect to it to get to whatever whatever she needs to find to connect to that character to use the martial arts. So I feel like those little acts that she had to do was ways that she had to... You had to do what the other, what somebody in your universe is doing in order to kind of... Connect to them. Well, not to that one particularly, but to jump past them to the... Yeah, to the next To one. the one that you want to get to. Like, that's what you say. He kept on slingshot, slingshotting yeah. you. So, yeah, and that's what... That's the part that I told you that made the most sense to me, where it's like... When she had to tell Jamie Lee Curtis character, I love you. I'm like, why is that like so weird? But then you see that in one universe, they are they have a relationship. They were and lovers. They actually are there. Yeah, they're together. So basically, that means that she's doing something that one of her multiverses would be doing at the moment. Yeah. So that's what it is. You have to basically be doing the exact same thing that somebody's doing. And the weird, and no matter how weird it is, you have to basically do something they're physically doing in order to connect or jump past them. Yeah. Like switching the shoes, eating the chapstick. Yeah. Like all these weird little things. <laughs> so chugging, chugging the orange soda. Yeah. Or uh, like, probing yourself. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> such a funny scene, though. Such a funny this scene. This movie though. was was 
everything and nothing that I ever wanted to watch in a movie. <laughs> and I loved every minute of it. Let's get into that. That um well we at the point of the movie that we're at right now, we're introduced with uh, the the introduction of the multiverse. And I have to say and I read it and I think I agree with somebody said that this is one of the best version of a multiverse movie that I have seen. How they explained it because you have like let's say Spider-Man No Way Home as a multiverse of how they tapped into other Spider-Mans. You have uh, one that came into was the one with Jet Li where you the character characters would jump into that universe, kill their counterpart or kill their doppelganger, whatever yeah, you call it, and, gain, the and then spread that power against all the other ones that were surviving because yeah. then you had, only had to be one. What I loved about this one is that they never crossed universe. Like that one person never went into the other universe is that they have one collective consciousness that can never be tapped into unless it is through this device that they do through the, the verse jumping, yeah. what they called it. With I guess it looks like the 1990s uh, earpieces. Or the early 2000 earpieces that they used to activate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So, which I love them. Like, wow, you you are using the multiverse as a, a crutch for the storyline, which is great, but you use it in a way that you, nobody's ever seen it because a lot of the times people jump into somebody else's universe. So, you can't be more than two people at the same time. But here, none of them are in each other's universe, just a collective consciousness of what their skills were or memories or thoughts. That, but there also obviously was the other element of. When they go too far in the power, that's what created the the ultimate evil, which I love that the ultimate evil basically was just an everything bagel. Yes. <laughs> like she like I want to. She used everything, everything as an yeah. everything bagel because basically she 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 is able to tap into all her former selves like she has that ability like um, a joy. joy. Joy does have the ability to jump into every one of herself. Yes. So she does that. And Evelyn technically does have that ability also. She ends up do, getting that ability. But the, what they use it for is not to like jump in those people's lives specifically, is to basically to been able to just manipulate everything into whatever they want. So like they can touch uh, one thing and turn it into something else because they're tapping. They basically have gone beyond like being able to control the multiverse to the point where it's almost all unified. So she basically can like, like she turned one of them into a, uh, um, what do you call it? A like uh, confetti came out of his head. Yeah, because he she tapped all the, quickly up to up tapped into a world where everybody was pinatas. Yes. So like I'm saying, like so she was able to connect everything without even trying. Yeah. Well, she has the she's the only one that has that ability. But it was interesting how that happened. But um, what I liked is, I mean, obviously, what the, the all the the crazy sci-fi stuff was great. Yeah. But obviously, I kind of felt like the underlining story. The message, yeah, it was was really in, intense for me. Like, I really, in, like, there was a couple of different ones. That's one, and there wasn't just one. It, it, and that's There it. was multiple. There was, there was multiple. So they have, they, so the, all right, so let me name a few. If you if you felt the same way, let me know. Yeah. Right? So they, they touched on uh, generational trauma between they, her and her dad and her and her daughter. Yeah. They touched in on... Um, loved ones or people that you love and 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 the struggles of everyday life or something becoming so mundane that is boring that some some people can't hold on to that okay with the the husband having a divorce but he's still fighting he wants to fight for her but i felt they touched on that on on their relationship 
They did. I but go ahead and continue. But, so and another one was. I don't know how to. I I I'm still been trying to find it, find out the word to explain it, like a singular articulate word, but it was more of a now self preservation, but like self awareness or self. Because I felt that a lot of these were that she's always on a lot of the ones that she tapped into, the ones that that she had dialogue in. She felt that she wasn't ever good enough, or like self worth. I guess would be one that that she felt like she's always struggling to find that from acceptance from her father or which transition to herself ultimately and then how her husband sees her and how her daughter sees her. So I kind of, I don't know if you've done, I, I, like, I, I was going to tell you what I kind of got from it too. Oh, you know, I wanted to get, so okay, what, so if you thought the same or. I kind of felt a similar messaging from another movie. Um, it's called I Heart Hucklebees. I have not seen it. Okay, so, I mean, I, just, I hate to spoil it, but in the movie it touches on how nothing matters, but in two perspectives of that same kind of concept where um, nothing matters so just kind of like it's all chaos and just whatever. Yes. And then, then nothing matters. Then everything matters. You know, like kind of like this dual ideology of that nothing matters, but everything does matter at the same exact time. And I think that's what happened when he when she first discovered that Joy was this big bad. And she starts to explain herself how she's lived every single one of her life. She's tapped into every one of them. And that's it's almost like that was painful to, to even think about it. Of course, and then she was just like how just ultimately nothing ultimately mattered. Like, you know, like, you know, it's almost like, so basically all the stresses that she was going through with her father, with the business, with the tax thing, and the, the biases that she had with uh, the, the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh. all these different things, it just felt like uh, when she met Joy and realized, and she tapped into all her other selves, it's almost like these squabbles don't mean nothing. Like, all these internal problems meant absolutely nothing. So then she started realizing none of life meant nothing as far as, because our journey is like, you know, our life here is a is almost like a grain of sand in, in a desert. Yes. It's so vast when you think about it that it means nothing. That's basically the idea that she got from Joy. But then the idea that she got from Wayne um, was that, the individual problems might not mean nothing, but the connections mean everything because the connections span all the universes. Like, like when she, the like the connection she had with her husband, like was apparent in almost every universe. Like they were together. They were a partnership. Even when the one that they weren't together, that connection still existed somehow. So that your individual problems in your life, are, I mean, they're 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 obviously devastating to you, but they shouldn't deem, like they should not cripple you because they really don't mean anything in the long run of things. Yeah. However, your life still has meaning because of the connections you make, yeah. and that's what I got from the movie. Because, like, when it comes to her, when she realized the whole the, the scene where she realized where she already said that the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis character was just evil, she was mean. Yeah. She doesn't care about her. She's just trying to demonize or whatever. But then she saw that her husband, like, because she also saw her husband as inept. Like, yeah. not necessarily husband in other universes, but this particular universe. 
because he's quiet and he's so nice and he's always trying to be nice to everybody. Yeah, he's, he's a, like just, a people pleaser. That's what she saw. She just saw him as 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 something. Just it wasn't. Um, he was just he was just not like she didn't feel like he was a fighter. She Aggressive. Like, well, she just yeah, she just felt like he was just useless. He was a uh, inept in a sense that like he really wasn't doing anything because he wasn't. He was so nice. Yeah. But then when Jamie's Curtis changed her mind and let her go, she realized, wait a minute. She really like that's what I love that scene. That that scene spoke to me in such a level that it really made me think a lot. Where and I loved it because when he says you keep on saying that you're a fighter and I'm not a fighter. Being nice is my way of fighting. fighting. Yes. And I was just so like, good. It spoke to me because I, I feel the same way. I feel like it's just because one person might aggressively try to dissolve a situation like you know, by fighting through it in a sense, right? That doesn't mean that's one, that's the only way to fight. Yeah. Because sometimes like I'll see, like I'll see, I can see situations where it's becoming hostile and I'm nice, but I'm not being, I'm not trying to be a pushover. I'm not trying to be necessarily a people pleaser. I'm just trying to dissolve the situation in the way I know best. Yeah. Which that's what I'm saying. I respected that. And then I loved how that transitioned into the scene with joy where she she stated something, and I think it's true for a lot of people, where there are certain people in our lives that we love so much, but being around them can cause being around them can cause us pain. Yeah. You know, there's some people that just know us so well that anything, they can literally destroy our lives with just two words, you know, a couple words, because we love them so much. We have so much respect for them, or, or we, even, we let them into our lives so deeply that they can literally destroy it in a couple words. So that I get what she's saying when she says that, you know, we just cause each other too much pain to be around each other. And at first she agrees. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be out. Okay, so I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm going to do whatever. But then when she's able to just, no. Like, I've actually had that moment, and I, f- I felt like I've had that moment with, with certain people where if you're going to jump, I'm going with you. Yeah. Like, I get that we cause each other pain. I get that you're you're crashing, and you want you, you want to crash by yourself. But I'm going to let you do it alone. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna stop you. Like I know what I know what you're trying to tell me. I that me stopping you just making it harder. So I won't. But guess what? Without you realizing, I'm gonna jump with you. I'm going yeah. with you. No, of course. And that's what I'm saying. I loved all that. Like all those little moments, all the scenes where it just accumulated to these scenes, and it just it was, I loved it. And I love the silliness that built up to it too. But yeah. I loved all of it. And I like I like that combination of that sci-fi. And this thought-provoking journey that you went through with both of them, with like no, with both of them, well, both, all three both, of them. No, no, I'm not talking about the both of them as characters, but the both aspects of sci-fi and yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Those the the the, the two, two elements, yeah, the two elements of that movie that pretty that really push on, and yeah. So even that was it. It was a journey. I could tell you that it was a journey, and it's something that even though I understood it watching it one time around like i want to watch it again or like two more times just because i know there's hidden moments that nuances that you sometimes because and i told you this when we walked out i'm like there was moments i didn't catch because i was so in in in, in like engulfed of the sci-fi aspect of it that some of the, these little minute moments probably went past me that i wasn't able to appreciate it because of that like towards the end i started understanding the story i started understanding what what the struggles, the internal struggles, and what what's the message trying? Because there were multiple messages trying to come across, depending from the perspective of the father, the mother, the daughter, and how they 
how their relationship crossed over each other. And even in, in internal struggles with each of them, with the mother and daughter mostly. But then those moments like that, that led up to that, I missed because I was so in like, yo, did you see what fucking happened right now? <laughs> you see the fucking piñatas, bro. <laughs> they have fucking hot dog fingers. Squirting ketchup and mustard. Like, things oh, like that. that. Was like, oh. I was so engulfed oh, in that. I was so, so into that. That was like, it, it did not take me, it didn't take me away from the, it, it took me away from the, from the underlying story they were trying to tell in the movie, but kept me so focused on what's the next craziest thing that's going to happen that I'm waiting for it to watch until towards the end when you're, when they, when they, when they, they did like this hyper focus on this dialogue between her mother and daughter and, and, um, and, and talking about what you were saying about like, like, like everything means nothing, but it also means everything. There's a book which is funny, which is not so closely related. Um, it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, it's like, you don't give a fuck about anything, but just give a fuck about what matters to you. And and a lot of it was like, it's like your relationship with your family, your relationship with uh, a, a higher being, if that's, that's it, uh, your relationship. Like, give a fuck about those things, the things that actually matter, or, that are meaningful, that bring joy to your life. And don't give a fuck about anything because nothing matters. Like all these little struggles with the IRS. Yes, they're inconvenience. Yes, that that might deter you from your ultimate goal. Yes, there may be soft smutbacks, but they don't mean anything in, in the, the big in, in the long run or in the bigger picture. Where you, where you, when you look back at it, the way I'm looking at life right now, especially after because this is not the only movie that's ever touched on this kind of subject, and it's not the only one that yeah. made me think in that manner. But I started looking at life more of, um, and I, I, I look at life, I haven't lived life like this, but I look at life like this, where, like, really nothing, like, it really does mean nothing, man. Like, so, you know, I enjoy my job, but if I lost it tomorrow, I can't let that be a devastation to me because it doesn't, like, in the long run of my life, it really is not going to matter. In a sense of, I will get another job. You know, I will do another thing. But the thing is, what I start realizing the things that I have to really focus on is what I take away from this life. Like if all I can take away from this life is my, the memories I have, I have to be really specific. Like that's, that seems more important than anything else. So whether I get this item or the second item, or I, you know, live in this house or the other house, you know, it's more about the experience of what I, cause honestly, sometimes I think about the things that I, I still to this day, remember in detail and like look upon fondly. They're not the best things. Like to this day, you know, I stayed in this one hotel with uh, with our cousin John, and it was the worst hotel room ever. Like I'm talking about every possible thing you could think is wrong with this room was wrong with this room. <laughs> and instead of creating a memory that I want to forget, it created a memory that I can share with people fondly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So the item itself didn't matter the quality it was just the, the experience inside the experience the story yeah and and i think and that touches based on um not in a quote from this movie but there was a quote from another movie and i don't remember i don't remember the quote verbatim but talk how you said it it was like after you die you want to your, you want your life after your life you want your life to be with people how people tell your stories all the stories they've had with you more than your accolades because you could achieve a lot, but if 
how you make somebody feel, what story they could hold on to is what's going to carry you forward after anything else. And that, and, and that I completely agree with you. Oh, well, yeah. The best way to look at it is it's not um, your achievements don't follow you to death. Your stories will. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we got we got a little bit deep because of that movie. Well, that's what the movie does. Yes. And that's what it, that's a good movies do. Yes. And do you have a quote? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to riff it because I I don't know the specific quote, but like I mentioned it a little earlier, my the thing that really hit me the hardest was when um, Wayne in another universe explained to um, um explained to his wife or his it wasn't his Evelyn. wife in that universe Evelyn in that universe. You kind of basically saying you always said you were a fighter, indicating that I wasn't. But and I was being nice. Being nice for me is fighting. Yeah. And it showed and I realized I'm like, I I feel like it kinda of, felt me it felt like it justified my me. Because yeah. I tend to I feel like I tend to try maybe I'm maybe that's not how I'm characterized, maybe that's not how I'm perceived, but I in my head I'm always trying to be nice. And not because I have always have intention. It's just, I don't know. I I, I feel like it, it helps resolve more than just arguing with people. Yeah. Like, especially let's say if I if I have a verbal argument with somebody, you know, trying to see their perspective, trying to acknowledge your perspective, trying to be nice in a situation, I feel like I can get to a better place in that argument than literally fighting them on it. And it's not me agreeing with them. It's just me acknowledging their part in it or what their their argument is and so i'm allowed to kind of get into my my perspective in it and that usually works for me i don't know that i've seen this works yeah no of course i agree with you because you know like just trying to fight people on their point doesn't always because it's just gonna make people double down yeah but that's obviously verbal argument versus physical argument but even physical argument it's there's not there's very very few reasons to get into physical argument if you don't have to oh this i i even though I box and they do a little bit of MMA, I'd rather not fight at all. Even though I like boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. But I understand with you. I've never been in a physical fight, and I I avoid it in the sense that I don't back away. If it, if it comes at me, I'm going to do what needs to take them. But if I could uh, disarm the situation or alleviate that doesn't escalate to that, then I would rather take that route 99% of the time yeah. than any other. But uh, two, I have one quote. I have two, but I'll, 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 I have two. The, the, this is an honorable mention one was with uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis. And it was cool because it says, she says, uh, now, you may only, uh, now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I can see a story. Really? Yes. And, and, and she continues, she goes, I can see where the story is going and it doesn't look good. <laughs> but I like the, the first line of it. Is like I just see a pile of receipts. I just see, but I see a story. I saw it as, as like when when people, like if you if, I see like when you grab like a f- old family album and you just see pictures, but I don't. I see, I see a story. I see like growth. I see places they've been to. Like like my sister, she sends me a lot of pictures when they go out, and I'm like, you send me you send me pictures of like great, but I also see like. Like you went to the Grand Canyon and like the smiles and everybody was having a good time and where you went from there. I could I could build a story off that, off those images and create my own story, even though it could be completely off or spot on. 
But I could tell, and I love the fact that she goes, I, I, you see receipts, or like you only see photos or whatever, but I could see a story. Or like when you walk into a room, like I could see items in your room, but I noticed the camera, so you have a passion for, cam- for photography. I could see artwork, or I could see, like you're, right now you have a toy of the Buffy the Vampire saying like, oh, you're into TV shows, you're into figures. Like, I could build a story off of just well, singular items. So just to touch on that point, um, so part of my, like, I've been in my company for God knows how long, but there is, you know, I always, because I have to train agents to kind of handle uh, calls. And I always, you know, one thing I've, that I've been, I've been really, I've mastered at this point, I feel like, is whenever I look into, let's say, somebody's account, basically anybody who's ever touched that account has to leave a comment yeah. about what they discussed. Yes. It doesn't have to be detailed, just has to be something that other person can do. And I tell people, like, listen, I can look at those comments and I can tell you this person's experience from the first from the first day they, they, they signed up. And I can tell you exactly, let's say, if they're upset or they're mad or they hate this product, I can tell you where it originated from. Like, because I'm seeing people just, oh, well, he's mad just for being mad. No. You can literally look at comments and little by little you see the breakdown of where it went from somewhere that they were happy with what they, 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 they got and how maybe certain attempts didn't go their way they did. Or, or certain things they tried to do didn't work out, and how that slowly progressed from the love that they had to the product to hatred they might have for the product later. Yeah. And it's the comments. It's these weird little obscure comments that people leave throughout the years for this person that I can tell you, I could probably literally sit here and tell you, like, if it was a story, like, I lived that life. Okay, well, they got it this day, and they went through this, and they did this, and they did that. They called this, you know, like, and tell you exactly where that situation changed. Yeah. But that's just that because I've been in that job long enough to do that, and I and I see what the, obviously in that person she'd been in that job long enough that receipts did the same thing for her. Yeah, you can see the story like what patterns. Yeah. Uh, the next one, and this is my, I don't want to say my favorite, uh, because I, I I understand it and I resonated with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comes from so just to give you an idea. This comes from there's a a book or something that I read and and the author was like on my epitaph i want to say no regrets mm-hmm. and and this part of the scene this is when evelyn is talking to wayman mm-hmm. from the verse verse world or yeah. the first verse whatever it's called yeah the uh, the ultraverse ultraverse and she goes there's no way i'm the evelyn you're looking for and he goes, every rejection, every disappointment led you here to this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. So Are I sure that was a full quote. <laughs> no, no, that was a quote because I know she goes into something else and he, he leads into like she is the worst version of all her multiverses that anything that she does an upside. Which is the funniest fucking thing ever. Oh yeah, I was like the way he was he was like basically <laughs> he was encouraging just her, rapping like, on her to like to build her up. Like yeah. because you failed at everything because you like Yeah. So I what I got from this mom from that that quote that every rejection, every disappointment had led you here to this moment, don't let anything distract you from it. Was um there was when I was younger, I guess as as I got older, I, I matured about it, but a lot of the things when you reflect on your life and your choices that you've gone through, you regret moments you're like, damn, I should have done this. And then it distracts you from where you're at now because you're so overwhelmed with the thought process of if I, if I would have, let's say if I would have invested $500 into Bitcoin when it was eight cents, I would have been a trillionaire, whatever the fuck it was at this point. 
And but then I'm like, you got got to be like, those were life choices that you thought were right for you. These are choices that you have to accept and move on. And you know, don't let those distract you from the person you're trying to be or the or the person that you're intended to become. Well, you know, it's funny, like, because uh, I've I've had those thoughts, but the way I've been lately trying to counter those thoughts is. If I sit back and like, damn, if I would have involved, invest yourself into it, everything be well. <laughs> no, no, but no, I'm just giving you. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. So now whenever I have that thought, like, man, I could have done this. I could have done this five years ago. I could have done this 10 years ago. I could have studied this yeah. when I was in my 20s. But then I start thinking to myself, like, those are great things that I could see now. Right. But the question I have is now is like, is, why am I going to sit there and think about things I can't do anything about? When I now what I do is I'm like, okay, what am I going to regret in 20 years? Yeah. Because that, like, because I'm in the moment. I'm in that moment that in 20 years from now, I'm probably like, man, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. We, so I try to think that way because I'm like, that way I can actually do it. Yeah, of course. Because then that way I don't have that regret. Because that's the problem is that we have, we, we live in hindsight. We live in the idea that we can go, we, link, we think back to things that we know could have been successful, you know, in hindsight. Or, like or things avoided. Everything's avoided, and now know that we, you know, we could have done it, and then we wish we would have changed it. But then we can also live in the way of thinking in the future, in the future, because those moments are now. Those every moment that you can regret later happens today. We're now living in the good old times right now, pretty much. So, the <laughs> is, so the best thing to do is just try to think of what what I will regret a year from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now, and how can I do it today? Yes, because other that way you don't continuously live in hindsight. You did yeah. the things that you would, even if you fail at them, because honestly, if you fail at something, at least, you know, it didn't work. Yeah. The worst part is not failing at something and not doing anything and knowing it, that you don't know if it was going to work or not. Yeah, that's very true. Remove hindsight by just doing everything. <laughs> All right. So now we get into no. the ratings. Yeah. Yes. Is huh. there is there really a question of ratings? Yes. I give it a one. A one what? One Nikki plus four. Like one million, no, like no, I give it five Nikki's. Five Nikki's, yes. This is this is something somebody quoted a glorious mess. Yes, that's what it was. This is a very, this is fresh. This is like a fresh, fresh breath of fresh breath of air. Like what is it? Was it fresh? Yeah, fresh breath of air. Yeah, like something I never would have anticipated, never would have thought of, never would have. It it, it it exceeded all expectations, even though I knew it was going to be wanky. Like, I knew it was going to be out there, but it was beyond that. It's one of those things where it's like you you didn't want it, but you were happy you found it. And Yes, and then you needed it in your life. Yeah. And it might not be the same road for everybody. Maybe people are going to look at it and be like, it's too And that's what I love. Life. That people either going to love it for the sci-fi aspect, people are going to love it for... The, the messaging the, the messaging the thought provoking messaging behind it people are gonna love the combination people everything's gonna go over their head and there's gonna be people that are completely engulfed into an everything bagel that <laughs> no that's true yeah. you have to think about it there's, there's people that that how she was saying that every, she walks and she's living every life simultaneously at the same time so everybody's pain is engulfed so people I think people go through a lot more struggle than happiness even though if some of them are major and smaller, but just to go through that, you get me? And, and she, she engulfs everything into something that has everything on it. It's because it doesn't mean anything at ultimately, but people, she still feels that pain every day. That's why she wants to get rid of it. 
and that's even that's kind of a talk on like suicide. I don't want to really dive into that no, topic because no, no, of course she was trying to she was trying to destroy herself. Yeah, and that was the only way she could figure out how to do that. And that and that's a t- another conversation on topic. But I I I try to avoid it because I don't have not enough information and I don't want to misinform it, it. No, no, I get it. Misdiagnose it from what the movie's trying to intend to sell it. Well, say it. keep this in mind too: is that because the question was asked, if all you want to do is basically destroy yourself, why find me? Mm-hmm. That was a question to ask. It's true. It's like because basically she. I think that was all right. So she said. So, so her. We, we're was, still continuing diving, but I fucking love it. No, she, so, she continues. She continues saying basically that the reason was she just wanted to have somebody understand her her perspective before she did it and yes. to do it with. So that just meant that even that but she's all powerful, she's scared. No, of course she's scared that she's going through it, and I, and I think that. I'll, through what she seems like through her multiverse, a lot of the people that were having through these struggles that she's feeling from is stemming from originally stemmed from her mother. So she is giving her, I say her goodbye letter to the original, to the, to the, to the creator of that letter. Like 13 reasons why you might tape one. Oh, wow. Right. That, that, that's what it felt like. Ultimately, like you, when she said you want to come back to this, like one, I think, I don't want to dive into because I don't know, but it, it comes across as in she was going to tell her and she's like kind of want to be saved. But at the same time, it's like if if it goes the way I want originally wanted, then I'm going to give it to the person who's intended to receive that message before anybody else. But the question is why that? I mean, their mom. No, no, they're all her mom. She killed her mom multiple times in a sense. Right. But the question is why this particular the, mom, the ultimate mom. Because from base base based off of women's character. It was that she was the worst version of all of them. So every bad fucking decision she's done that she's chosen has ultimately affected her daughter. And she was trying to find that one singular one. So, all right, guys, we're going to end it there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode from my mom's garage home theater edition. This episode was about everything, everywhere and all at once. Whereas in theaters right now, um, it will be streaming soon. So you could catch it every now eligible if you're not ready to go to theaters which we're super cool with that but as always you can find us on facebook instagram or twitter at from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com let us know your thoughts concerns questions or even a movie you want us to review as always tell a friend send a friend bring a friend see you next week later